0: What's going on dude? Will Freeman, Design.com coming to you today from Mexico. So, hola amigo. Made it out of Tbilisi, Georgia, just before they locked the country down. They started a curfew. Winter was coming. Didn't like the sound of that. Mexico was open. After about 30 hour flight, made it over here. Been getting set up for the last week. Today's a bit rainy, so I wasn't able to show you Um, more of the view and all that, but don't worry, I'm gonna have some videos for you around the beach and be able to show you Mexico a little bit. But what I wanna talk to you today about is why you're doing multiple streams of income wrong and why what most gurus are telling you about multiple streams of income is wrong. And the reason is because you haven't maxed out, delegated, automated your first source of income, okay? Um, I'm a big believer in having a safety net. I think that net should be at least 100K USD, uh, 2020 prices, so if you're watching this video in 2030, you can assume a 30% depreciation in that currency and you'd want about 130 grand. Um, If you are below the 100 grand mark, a lot of you guys are above 100 grand, um, decent amount of my clients are seven figure net worth guys. But if you're below a hundred grand, okay, all I would be thinking about is maxing out my current business and saving that hundred k, building that safety net, and as you start to get above thirty k or whatever, placing that in different currencies. For example, I have Georgian lari, I have Thai I have euro, I have USD, I have CAD, um, and that is basically just a hedge, I consider those currencies investments. For example, my Thai bot has appreciated 4% compared to my USD over the last couple years, which is better than what bonds are doing. Um, but if I get appreciation on it, I mean, that's that's more of a bonus. Uh, what I'm just trying to do is just trying to preserve against any kind of um, major depreciation in the US dollar. For example, like a depreciation in a hyperinflation year. Um, But on average, you know, we're just eating that 3% every year, regardless of how good your other investments are doing. Um, Everything is measured in U.S. dollars. It's the worldwide currency. You could use your home country's currency if you're Australian, uh, but we still measure things in currency. Even Bitcoin, it's measured in the amount of U.S. dollars um, that it's actually worth, So you're measuring sticks out there going to be your home country's currency or like I do, um, what what I consider the world reserve currency which is currently U.S. dollars. Maybe 10 years from now it's Euro or it's um, won or it's something else. Uh, But I would measure it in U.S. dollars. And you're trying to ramp that business up um, while stacking up 100K and spreading that across a couple of different currencies You could also throw in some gold and some crypto. Just don't put too much of your net worth in crypto, please. Because we don't even have longer than a 10 year chart on it. Um, And just believe that your business, even if crypto returned 100%, ideally you're in a high margin service business that I advise you guys to be in, or drop shipping, or some other high margin business. And you've developed a flywheel within that business to where you can pump money back in um, and scale. For example, Facebook ads or YouTube ads are a great example of a flywheel in a service business. And it could be like a coaching business like mine. Still working on the course, aiming to be at Q1 2021. Then I start pushing in to flywheel. Biggest mistake that I ever made was not doing a course sooner and then pumping a bunch of money into the ads. Uh, my business has been very good to me, but I haven't been able to, or I haven't invested a whole lot of money back into it, um, which is what I should have been doing. So before you even started thinking about multiple streams of income, number one, set up a structure within your business to where you can maximize that stream of income, okay? if. It is a lifestyle business, which I, which I suggest it is, as compared to a much lower margin empire business where you need a ton of people, you might need an office, you might need physical boots on the ground and, and all these different things. A lifestyle business um, maxes out at about $3 million with like you know, three or four staff, or maybe like 10 semi you know, kind of remote staff. For example, uh, one of my clients is a programmer and he has six programmers. Um, working for him remotely, but none of them are reporting to an office and some of these guys are only getting five hours of work. So it's not like he's managing 10 full-time employees. Okay, so lifestyle business maxes out, um, and I've got this on good authority. Uh, Kevin Hutto agrees with this, so do a number of different guys, at about three mil a year, um, with maybe three or four full-time staff, and then maybe uh, or, or sort of like 10, um, part-time contractors, as well as perhaps you've got an ads guy who paying five or 10 K. All right. I'm not talking about you scale this to an empire like Sam Ovens does where he's doing 30 million and he's got a ton of staff or, um, you know, different types of businesses like that. Uh, those tend to be lower margin and those tend to be like, you know, if, if, if you're planning on building an empire, um, it's not even worth it for anything less than eight figures. Otherwise you should consider yourself in a lifestyle business. And now your your current business might not have, let's say you're, I've got a buddy of mine who's got a very profitable niche site and he's not doing any ads, he's just maxed out the SEO and he's getting 50,000 a month from that particular site. Um, and I've seen it. I've seen, you know, I know the traffic numbers. Um, things like this are possible, you know, if you know what you're doing and you've got the right traffic writers and you've got the right people doing SEO. And he just didn't see it as viable to advertise. Now, there's a number of reasons because it's kind of in a gray area. Um, but the, the point being is that that site's maxed. Uh, so that site's maxed he's delegated and automated most of the operations. At that point, okay, he can move on to his next niche site. And I was talking to him about what to do in regards to that as well as moving on to other goals that he wanted to do in, in terms of um, you know, set, changing his residency and getting different bank accounts and things of that nature, okay? So what you wanna do um, and this this includes let's say your your incomes above or sorry your net worth is above 100k you're in that 100k to a million dollar net worth still aim to max out that first business because if you've got a money maker you've got a high margin business where you're getting a hundred percent or more return a year pump everything into that up to the limit of where you feel safe meaning like you can still be saving or 30 40 percent of your money putting it into your currency slash precious metals slash Crypto hedge, um, because you're the type of person that needs more psychological security, more of a safety net than someone else. Okay, um, but other than that, you need, and and this is all going to be covered in the course. By the way, I'm going to have an exact formula for how much to place in each category. Probably a couple, a couple different plans: the medium plan and the aggressive plan, but the the low, the super low risk boring plan. is like, you've got no place being an entrepreneur, okay? Entrepreneur is someone who takes above average um, risks in business. So, um, you can continue saving, you know, from 100K all the way to a mill, putting it in your, in your gold, and maybe you want to buy a property over in Asia, maybe you want to drop 300K on a condo, um, and it's and it's only 20% of your net worth, that's fine. But max out that flow of income, And while you're maxing it out, delegate, automate, outsource as much as possible. Meaning get rid of the tasks that you hate, get rid of the tasks that are repetitive, get rid of the tasks that um, that other people can do. So ideally you are doing no tasks at all or you are doing only the tasks that you can do. For example, I will always, always be doing videos and I will always be doing some form of coaching. That's pretty much all that I'm doing now major time suck for me is creating the course. And I'm only gonna do that once, each year I'll update it, but it'll be a far, far, far less work um, than it will be now. Pretty much everything else is automated and delegated um, and the small amount of stuff that won't be, will be this time next year, okay? And then the folks will be um, maximizing that, dumping all the money back into the flywheel um, created absolute best group coaching program I can for you guys, because right now I'm doing one-on-one. It's only so much time I have in a day for one-on-one. More guys keep coming in. Um, so, maxing out that first flow of income, automating, delegating, uh, and getting rid of what you hate so that, hey, you can start to enjoy your life. Um, ideally, if you're like one of my dropshipping clients, you know, he's got a staff of 10, um still a lifestyle business. We're gonna do seven figures this year. We've got the CEO in there. So far he's doing about an hour a day of work just on product sourcing. Soon enough, that will be done as well. He'll be managing you know, the CEO who ideally, um, God willing, will continue to be good at least for the next couple years. And we're gonna move him on to another vehicle where I think he could probably scale that to uh, seven figures pretty quickly or at least mid six figures because well, He's a boy genius, but we're doing it in the proper way. We are maxing out the first flow of income We are creating all the SOPs, which means standard operating procedures. We are systemizing it at a high level We are filling in all the gaps and all the leaks and making sure our payment processors are good and making sure our banking is good and making sure that the taxes are minimized and and um, Making sure that if there is a team, there's the right team in place. And if it's possible hiring a CEO or COO, someone who can handle the day-to-day operations. um, And delegating as much as you can, automating as much as you can, outsourcing as much as you can. And having that running as passively as possible. Now, I'm not going to say passive income, because there really is no such thing. Closest thing you get is something like bonds, but you do still have to, you should still be monitoring that to a degree, um, but handling that as much as possible, and then putting as much money back into that as you can. Um, you might be able to scale that to, you know, five hundred grand. You might be able to scale that to three mil. Okay, so you. So, you keep dumping whatever, whatever your number is 20%, 30%, 40% of what you make back into that to where you feel like, okay, um, this is maxed out, unless I, you know, to the point where if I wanted to grow this, it would become an empire, uh, diminishing returns, um, increasing level of staff, lower margins, lower profit, um, higher amounts of headache, et cetera. I'd rather go build another um, lifestyle business that I can eventually automate, delegate, outsource, et cetera. Or I'd rather, you know, if you've got a $3 million lifestyle business and you're earning a good living, you could just continue to run that, live quite comfortably, um, you know, spread, invest what needs to be reinvested back into that business. and start perhaps making some other investments. You know, maybe getting that $400,000 condo in Bangkok um, for you to stay at from November till May, post COVID, which let's hope, let's hope age opens back up. Anyways, I think you guys get the idea, okay? So the way to do this properly is handle the first flow of income, before you start thinking about the second one finish your dinner before you start on dessert um, get all the, all your ducks in a row make sure you've got that safety net and don't try and do a bunch of lukewarm flows of income like guys tell you to do you know, here's a half-assed two thousand dollars okay let me start another half-assed two thousand dollars let me start another half-assed two thousand dollars and then let me get overwhelmed all these payment processors and these contractors and these various things I have to do for a bunch of unsystemized businesses that aren't maxed out um, and that are being managed poorly because it's hard enough to get one business scale, delegated, automated, and running like a well-oiled machine, let alone trying to do two or three. This is the mistake so many entrepreneurs make, um, especially once they, they hit their first business as a winner. And the second business might be a loser. So now not only is it hard to scale, but it's actually costing you money. So don't make that mistake. Um, get your first business handled first. Get your safety net, get your taxes, get your residency, get all that stuff before you start worrying about the next flow hope you found that useful stay tuned for the course and group coaching program how to play the game of life coming sometime next year if you're interested in one-on-one with me now is the time to get it i don't know how much longer i'll be taking on new one-on-one clients revolutionary lifestyle forward slash coaching head on over there book a call if you're interested in some one-on-one coaching much love to you